0: Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci
1: and Scott Jans.
0: This is episode 72, Weighing In on Trail
1: Magic. We are now on Patreon.com. If you'd like to support Trust the Trail podcast, please check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Trust the Trail. We would love for you guys to be a part of our outdoor backpacking community. Plus, you receive our podcasts early before it hits the world. Another way to support us is by listening to Trust The Trail on the Radio Public app. It's for both iOS and Android, so you can download it today and add Trust The Trail to your library. So enjoy.
0: On this episode, we discuss trail magic and what a trail angel is defined as. We dive into the thought, does trail magic help or harm your pack weight when backpacking a long distance trail? Whether it's the Appalachian Trail, the Pacific Crest Trail, or even a section hike on either, or any trail for that matter, we would love to hear what you have to say on this subject by joining our Trust the Trail Facebook group. And so if you just want to come hang with us, go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and join in on our podcast family, become part of our community and join in on the conversation.
1: Yeah. So trail magic. This is a big topic. It's a bit. Well, you know, so Ariana and I have done trail magic for seven years in a row.
0: Until In this. the same <laughs>
1: spot. <laughs> yeah, and we have stories. Oh my god, we could probably do four or five podcasts just on the stories that we have we've seen on the trail. Um, but we we did uh, Trail Magic every year at the same exact spot on the Appalachian Trail to to really at first provide encouragement support. Um, and we, we did provide some food. We, we provided, you know, like normally hot dogs, but a lot of fruit, like grapes, oranges, apples,
0: coffee, coffee. Hot cocoa.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it set, sometimes it snowed. Sometimes <laughs> it was blistering hot. Sometimes it rained. I mean, we were in a thunder. we did trail magic one year. I mean, it was such a massive thunderstorm. I thought we were never going to you know, make it, uh, through the night. But because um, we were on top of a mountain doing it, but well, um, it was more about
0: getting back down that sketchy road. <laughs> oh, I know, <laughs> right? Safely, oh, but. yeah,
1: yeah, snow, freezing rain, you name it, we've done it out there for Trail Magic. But I think the the we thought differently this year, and so this was the first year we did not do Trail Magic. It
0: felt so strange. It did not doing it just because it's been part of our. You know yearly routine and you know every March we go out there and do trail magic and this was the first March in which we had not done it and and it really changed for us because you know not only did our food selection grow uh, but our numbers grew too and so the amount of people wanting to join in with us doing it and the amount of others also partaking in it as well had increased and and we started noticing that it started to grow the thought grow in popularity. Um and you know, I remember I remember some of our earliest moments were just they were they were the unexpected moments. You right. Know, they were they were oh, my yeah. favorite moments. Yeah, those you know? are the best. And we had anything from you know unexpected injuries. Uh, where they needed to be carted off the mountain and go uh, into town. Uh, One was a hospital visit. Um, You know, one was a woman completely facing her fear, but also in the same realm, completely unprepared. And we were giving her a crash course on backpacking one hundred and one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like all within like a few so, hours.
1: So let's kind of set the let's set the tone from where this is, so everyone can get kind of visual, yeah. about this wh- where we are. We 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 normally did our trail magic ten miles north of the start of the Appalachian Trail. Okay, the start. So people have been out there for a day. They spent probably one or two nights at the most. And we did it at a, uh, right off of a a forest road, which is not easy to get to. And- That
0: was half the fun.
1: (laughs) It was half the fun, and we set up there, and we did it uh, very close to Springer Mountain on the Appalachian Trail. Like I said, about 10, uh, 10, 12 miles north of the, the start. And the reason why we did this in the beginning was because It was so much fun to see people come to our table after spending a night on the Appalachian Trail and them coming and saying, oh, my God oh thank you so much i'm so happy you're here i haven't here. had, a the I haven't whole had. Day. it's who oh, it was so cold last night and i'm thinking man you got 14 more states to go through <laughs> but you i know? mean for for us part of it was so much fun
0: well part of the the joy is getting to talk to to newbies, getting to talk to people that have this idea in their mind of what backpacking should be and then faced very quickly overnight with, reality. with the reality yeah. of what it could be um and what it what it is in some situations. And for us there's so much there's so much joy in getting to see that realization go from from this idealistic form into Oh, I'm actually going to be backpacking. I'm actually doing this 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 backpacking sport. And and for us, it's that that realization, that moment. It's that it's just that new that that newcomer. To well, the whole idea of backpacking and, and, and it's, it's so gratifying to be able to answer questions for people and support them in these questions that maybe they didn't think to ask, but all of a sudden they're realizing, oh, I may want to dive into this well, question Well, and, my and favorite, figure it out.
1: My favorite part is like they see the trail guide. I mean, they see the elevation gains and losses, but that's all on paper. It's very my,
0: different. My it, favorite
1: thing was when they <laughs> when they'd come to our table and say, "Oh my God, these climbs are really tough." I'm like, "Yeah, that's why they call it the Appalachian Mountains," you know. <laughs> and so, you know, we we did that for a long time, and and just kind of set the tone. Um, we it, it has grown exponentially, and that's what real what we really want to talk about today is, you know how that's changed and, and kind of why we're not doing that anymore. Um, and I, so I guess we should kind of let, let, I think we should define what trail magic is yep. and then set the stage for the rest of the, the podcast. So trail magic defined by the ATC, the Appalachian trail um, committee, this is the ATC. They define trail magic as an act of generosity where basic amenities of civilization, like love of the drama, um, are intentionally absent and often received in a heightened sense of wonder and gratitude by hikers. These acts of generosity are referred to as trail magic. Trail magic doesn't always mean food, though, by the way. Sometimes it's a ride into town or a helping hand or just sometimes it's a word of encouragement or seeing something so wonderful on the trail where you're supposed to be at, you know you're, you're, you're supposed to be there at the exact time in your life. And that's kind of what trail magic is. However, a lot of people now in the ATC, when it comes to food, when it comes to handing out food on the trail, they're not calling it trail magic anymore. They're calling it hiker feeds. And I think that's kind of what we are talking about today is like, yeah, trail magic's kind of changed a little bit over the, over the years. You know, it's gotten a little bit more crowded on the trail. And I mean, we, we've had some great experiences on trail magic. We feel trail magic is just Helping out the backpacker, what in in whatever way we can, we and and just doing it out of love for for the backpacker.
0: Yeah, and I mean for us when it you know it started it started as that, but it also included food because I mean come on, food you know yeah. you oh, definitely yeah. want to, but it it definitely has grown. And if you look at the majority of hiker. Uh, you know gratitude uh, you know what trail angels are providing for the hikers it, you know it is very derived around food Um you know uh, you will hear the majority of what trail magic becomes for people is these foods in these opportune times in which has helped them up a mountain or has encouraged them or has been that that oomph to get them going I mean I, I even experienced it for myself and you know, specifically with food. And so it, it's become very food oriented, which is where the ATC is coming in and saying, whoa, back off of the food. That's not trail magic. That's a hiker feed. So let's define the difference between the hiker feed versus the hiker, or I'm sorry, the trail magic. And And trail magic will always be known as trail magic and it includes food and no matter how hard the ATC attempts to you know separate and define them as as alternate ideas it's become this massive trail magic thought to provide foods at these crossroads at these you know these trailheads and 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 it is become that and that is where the rest of our podcast goes
1: yeah, I you know you're absolutely right. I couldn't have said it better. And you know, like I I hate to be the guy that says back in my day, but really back in my day <laughs> it was a
0: Snickers <laughs> bar <laughs>
1: when when you know I did the Appalachian Trail in two thousand three. Their <laughs> social media wasn't really you know prevalent, and so there were no selfies. Um taken there were no uh, it wasn't very social meetup.com wasn't around Um, you know Facebook groups weren't around Um, you know our biggest technology debate was do you bring your cell phone which was by the way like this huge flip phone So you know we didn't we, we didn't have a lot of trail magic we just didn't and the trail magic that I did uh, run into were usually Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts you know volunteering to try to earn a, mer- a merit badge and that was really it we didn't have clubs groups uh, organizations uh, you know we we just didn't have that and well, so like when I did run into when I did run into someone parked on a gravel road that was handing out hot dogs, oh, absolutely did I indulge. I mean, it was like, oh my god, and it, but it, but it wasn't about the hot dog. It was about thank you so much for just for being here and, and showing support.
0: Well, also the socialization aspect is where, you know, you are getting um these hiking groups it's easy to coordinate that way.
1: Well, and, and too... I mean, know,
0: I indulged in some sausage wrapped in tortilla, like pulled out of did like it, a yeah, hot, right. cold... It was like unbelievably perfect at that exact moment. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not dissing this at all. Right, no, I know. I know. <laughs> there, is, there is definitely... Such a reward in the food aspect, for sure.
1: Yeah, but then again, you're we we toyed around with your trail name. It could have been tapeworm <laughs> at any point in time. I think anybody how you got solo. I have no idea, but it could have gone to tapeworm. It was it was. Close. Probably, I probably
0: received solo because nobody wanted to hike with me because I was eating everyone's food. Yeah,
1: right. It could, have, it could have easily been tapeworm. So, but the thing is, is that you know. Um, it's changed it's kind of like morphed into well i'll say this so now in northern georgia um north of atlanta we have 95 hiking clubs and organizations 95 and at any given time during the spring and summer every single one of those hiking clubs want to contribute to the Appalachian Trail and provide trail magic, which is great. That's awesome. And I think that that also though has to play in a part where, you know, backpackers now that are hiking a long distance trail, whether it's Pacific Crest Trail also, because there's a lot of trail magic and on the Pacific Crest Trail, and it's that's growing also. Um, it's a little bit harder to, uh, you know, set up a table and a canopy in the desert uh, <laughs> around around Mount Whitney, but but it can be done. <laughs> I'm sure it can. <laughs> um, but you know, the Appalachian Trail is an emotional trail. It it's it's it, you know it has a connection to so many different people, and I think the connection to the AT and how people feel about it. Whether they're going to backpack or not, they want to be connected to it, and so the 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 motivation to say, "Hey, let's go out and connect to the Appalachian Trail and provide trail magic," I think is just so, so much more prevalent today um, because of social media than it was, you know, when I when I hiked it. You know, um, I think that you know people whether they're going to backpack the trail where they have dreams of backpacking the trail or you know they they just want to see the look on a backpacker's face when they come to that trailhead
0: well in most cases it's in a lot of cases it's been a previous hiker it's been somebody who has completed you know the trail and in a lot of cases what i've run into it's people that have done this and they're trying to give back to these these um individuals that are now embarking on the same journey that they had previously done i ran into
1: and that was my to, motivation when i started it
0: exactly and i and i, I you know i ran into two different hikers um, that were trail angels providing trail magic for the hikers passing through and they were bringing their families involved in it to connect their their parents to connect their siblings that weren't on the trail To the idea of what they went through. So they almost are bringing their family into the journey and the experience, you know, down the road, of course, and, you know, in the in in the future for them. And, And it's just so it's been it's really interesting to see how the trail angels, which are those that are providing this, you know, unexpected offering to the hikers. You know, how it's morphed, but it definitely single-handedly has increased in popularity, specifically, uh, well, I would say both, uh, both the Appalachian Trail and the Pacific Crest Trail, but in particular, the Appalachian Trail.
1: It's the most popular.
0: Because there's so much of a desire to to connect to it, uh, both as a hiker and somebody who can't actually hike it, but wants to give to those that are hiking.
1: Well, I and I think that's the key. And so the question then is this: If you are starting your hike on a on a long distance hike, now you know we're not talking about through hiking the Appalachian Trail or through hiking the Pacific Crest Trail. We're talking about hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna be out here for three weeks. I'm gonna be out here for a month. You know, I, I want to get a, a feeling. Maybe you're you're prepping to do a long distance hike. Uh, and, and so you want to get a good feeling of it. So you get out there and yeah, you're going to maybe start in the springtime with a, a lot of different other backpackers on the Appalachian Trail and you're hiking and you pack, you know, you, you know, no, the food is a big issue. You know, when you're going to leave your home and you're going to hit the trail, the men, the mental game, and this is what we teach in our backpacking boot camp class. And this is what we teach on our long distance, uh, trail prep class. Um, The mental game of, oh, my God, I, I've got to pack, you know, all this food. I'm going to starve out there. I'm going to, you know, I mean, it's, oh, my God, what am I going well, so to do? What's so easy, know? I'm going to be in the wilderness for God's sake.
0: It's mis- It's so easy to misgauge.
1: Easy know, to misgauge. And you pack too much.
0: I, well, especially, and we've talked about this before, is that. You pack too much up front too, because your body is overworking in a realm that it's not accustomed to, and so therefore, you are going into overdrive, and your body, like actually, right. is not hungry. So now you have excess food on top of what you yeah, already I did packed. Those, excess. Food. I did a
1: whole presentation on this. So, like when you first start physically exerting yourself, you're not hungry. Your appetite actually shuts down. So when you know, you, you get out on the Appalachian Trail, and you're very excited. Your adrenaline's already in overdrive, and you and hike your that, pack
0: weight is already too <laughs> yeah, you're four carry too, too, too much with weight, food.
1: <laughs> and so you know, you you, you do that first 10 miles, and then you run into a tent, and they're like, "Hey, here's a hot dog." You know what we're trying to say is that, you know what, maybe, just maybe. You ought to just keep walking. Maybe now I know it's a social thing, and I know your your the first desire, the first instinct is like, "Oh my God, I'm out in the wilderness! Grab that hot dog, like it's the last hot dog you'll ever have in your life." Well, the truth is, it's the Appalachian Trail. You know, there'll
0: be a hot dog. There's going to be a hot
1: dog in another twenty miles during the spring, possible you know, during 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 hiking season, and so. You know i guess the the debate or the you know the discussion that we want to have is that if if during the peak of hiking season where you have all these hiking groups now there are 95 just in northern georgia i haven't talked about south carolina tennessee or north carolina okay so when and and they do trail magic also so as you're hiking the trail and you're running into, you know, um, you know, they call it trail magic, you know. Again, other people call it hiker feeds, whatever. As you're as you're hiking and you're and you're grabbing an apple here, orange here, hot dog here, you know, um, you know, uh, a Danish there, a chili. Chili's real popular for for uh, trail magic. So as you're going along, you're not eating the food in your food bag. Guess what? So the overweighted food bag that you started with is still an overweighted bag on the trail. You you haven't you're not reducing weight. And so, you know, that's why when you get to these outfitters, the food box is always so full. (laughs) Because people are like, Well, I haven't eaten anything out of my food bag. Why did I carry, you know, twenty pounds worth of weight? So we're we're kind of saying that yeah, you know we we're not we're not so sure anymore that you know the trail magic or the hiker feeds that are you know we we're not sure that that's the best way to help a long distance backpacker anymore.
0: Well, it's not only harming. I don't know if harm harm's a pretty harsh word, but it's not not helping your food weight, reducing it, and eating uh, what you have in there. But it's also the mental preparation and 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 understanding you know how much your body is intaking and how much you're able to eat and what you're able to fuel yourself with for me, part of understanding you know a long distance hike, even though you know I had only done a portion of the Appalachian trail was. Understanding how my body reacted over amount of time and what I was able to consume and how that altered and these trail magic stations that you run into that are so focused on the food itself aren't helping that mental preparation and that understanding of what it is that you are consuming, what you're going through, what you like, what you dislike. By the time you get into these sections that now you're farther and farther and farther away from your resupply stations, you want an understanding of that prior to, prior to going in and these, these trail magic um, offerings, which are amazing, but they're not helping your reducing your food weight. They're not helping your mental preparation in understanding food weight. And it also plays with your mental game.
1: Well, yeah, because, you know, the thing is, is that, um, so if I'm, you know, I'm backpacking, right? The the first 30 miles of AT, in the reality, or the first 21 miles of the Pacific Crest Trail. And, you know, I'm, you know, again, that, you have no idea, those first 30 miles, um, that is... Your mental ability to accept Your
0: where point. you're
1: going <laughs> and what you're doing—it's you know—it's—it's it's not to be underestimated. True. And so, what is what is more of a mental, uh, like what is what is more of a mental discouragement? Is that, man, um, I started the trail and my pack weight was 35 pounds. I did 30 miles of the Appalachian Trail. My pack weight is 35 pounds. You know, I mean. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot
0: of people, you know, think about their their weight in water. So, I mean, let's jump from food to water for a second. You coordinate your water with like hitting up another water. So you're not carrying as much water when you know you're gonna have a stream every five miles. And you're right. gonna, it's the same concept. Right. Like. You know that by the time you get to the next resupply station, you know you're gonna be down that ten pounds of food that you're carrying with you. and when you when you don't deplete that ten pounds, that becomes a more physical burden,
1: so and a that, more
0: mental burden,
1: yeah, and that's the other thing too, is that, you know, yeah, we're talking about food, absolutely, right? But <laughs> every single tent that does, Trail Magic also has bottled water, so now not only am I not eating the food in my pack, <laughs> but now I'm having two eight ounce bottles of water, which is you know oh, you eight to sixteen ounces of water. Now I'm not to, even drinking my water.
0: I was about to say you really can't overhydrate, but you can. We talked about that.
1: In <laughs> you a can cost. overhydrate, but the thing is, is like. You know, and now because I've just drank in 16, I just add two hot dogs, maybe a bowl of chili, a Danish orange, and maybe an apple. And I've wasted an hour hiking at, you know. Well, your digestive system is all messed up now. Now (laughs) now I've drank 16 ounces of water, right? Do you think I'm really going to eat my mountain house pasta, pasta dish for dinner? No. I'm so full. And well part of And by uh, the way, and by the way, in the first hundred miles of the trail, if you're eating that much trail magic or food and you eat a mountain house dinner every night after you've had all that food, you're going to gain weight. You're gonna be highly disappointed your first hundred miles when you hit the scale like, Oh my god, I've gained five pounds because mountain house foods are loaded with sugars, calories you know, everything bad that you're not supposed to eat. You don't really start burning calories really into your body realizes, wow, I'm gonna, I'm really gonna be doing this for a while. You know, I'm really physically exerting myself. So, you know, it may take you seven to 10 days to, to start really burning calories anyway. So just, I guess, you know, what we're trying to say is that, you know, we love Trail Magic. We, we, we love people that volunteer for the trail and volunteer to help the backpacker. Um, we did it for a long time. But I think sometimes as a backpacker, you need to be aware of, you know, what's what's right for me to get to where I'm going to go versus uh, the I've social always- ace... The socialization part of the trail.
0: You know, I've always been very amazed by those hikers that walk right past the tent in the past. I totally respect them.
1: Totally respect them.
0: And I remember the first hiker that ever did that. I was like, oh, interesting. And then the second hiker, the third hiker, the seventh hiker, the tenth hiker. And I started to realize the power and in, in saying no to things that weren't right for you. Trail magic is not so much about the food as it is about receiving something that you need the most when you need it the most. And it's about a lot of times you're completely unaware that you're even in need of something or you're down, you're discouraged, you... I mean, a laundry list of emotions, thoughts, you know, inabilities, whatever the case may be. And accepting trail magic, which is where the debate with the ATC comes in. No, it's hiker feed versus trail magic because trail magic was more of an older school thought of providing hikers with, a surprise gift, a surprise offering. Um, and those have been one, some of our favorite moments. I mean, we did an interview with Jack masters last week and he received his own version of trail magic when he heard in the distance, somebody singing American pie and he needed that boost
1: in the rain when he was feeling miserable.
0: And for him, that was more of a gift than running across a table at that point. Um, I remember one of the most amazing gifts I had ever received. I was in the Smokies. Unbeknownst to me, the entire Smoky Mountain National Park had shut down. Shut down. And I was hiking Closed. through Closed. Closed. Goodbye. <laughs> have fun. No clue. <laughs> I probably should have known with the weather that I had just come through. You
1: mean the 90 mile per hour winds you were hiking through?
0: <laughs> and... I I mean, we had been talking, I was hiking with this group, and we had been talking about a burger in Gatlinburg. That's all we could think about. And I was convinced, I'm not getting off. I'm not going to Gatlinburg. I'm not doing this. And, you know, the power of joining a group, and they're all like, hamburger, big juicy burger, you know, Gatlinburg, worms. (laughs) And... It turns out hiker hunger hit and so I was screwed in the long run and I had eaten all my food and so I definitely had to go into Gatlinburg to resupply and so I convinced myself I'm in I'm going to Gatlinburg I'm getting that juicy burger and we get to Newfoundland Gap <laughs> there's no cars and if you've ever been to the Great Smoky Mountain <laughs> National Park up at Newfoundland Gap you know it is packed at any time of the season it doesn't matter and we get there and i'm like why are there no cars this is really oddly quiet and there's 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 uh there's guys up there trimming the bushes of all things and we're like hey what what's going on and they're like oh park's closed we're stuck up here <laughs> we can't get down and we're like wait what excuse me repeat what you just said <laughs> and so this like this realization of that burger is so unbelievably far away at this point. <laughs> and what was supposed to be a quick like hitchhike jaunt into Gatlinburg because it was a sure it was a sure ride in became a 15 mile walk on pavement road after, you know, spending well over a month walking on this soft cushy earth and being in the woods now I have to face 15 miles in inclement weather on pavement (laughs) it was the most discouraging thought of my life because that burger was no longer even uh, even a thought anymore I was like okay goodbye burger I'm not gonna get that anymore and the trail magic we received was uh, one of the gentlemen we were hiking with turns around he's like I got a car And we're like, what do you mean you have a car? Because he was just doing a section hike and his car was parked up there. He's like, let's see how far we can get down. We crammed everybody in that car. And that burger was closer and closer and closer (laughs) and closer. Um, And it ended up working out. We got down there and what was intended to be a 15-mile walk on pavement ended up being maybe... A thirty-minute car ride down to the burger. I got the burger, and it was amazing. And it's like things like that. That's the trail magic. Um, you know, you know, having the candy bar in your situation um, handed to you when you needed it the most. Having medical attention out of the blue because you know there's an EMT on the trail, and he's exactly what you need at that exact time. To get you through something and it's it's things like that 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 trail magic is intended for and that's really why we chose to pull back on offering trail magic aka hiker feed yeah this year is because we wanted to offer it in a very different realm and in a more necessity based to the hikers yeah
1: we we felt that we we really did feel in our hearts that we weren't we weren't helping the backpacker anymore by, by giving them food. Um, We thought that our trail magic would be more of service. So whether it was kind of like giving out some bleach wipes. So, you know, the norovirus is pretty yucky out there. We did a whole (laughs) podcast on that. Um, You know, maybe it's a a shuttle ride or maybe it's um, maybe it's a pack shakedown. Like, Hey, let's, let's, Let's let's shake down your backpack. Let's see why your pack is too heavy, and offering some 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 encouragement, whatever we can. Uh, we thought that that was the best way to go. Um, and it's ironic that both of um, you know what one, one of our great experiences is in the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. That's so where that you know you had that great experience, and on my through hike, um, I remember coming up in the Smokies and I hadn't seen a view uh, since I had started my, my hike. It was rainy foggy. And I think I've said this before I shared this before, but my, my trail magic was just going up to Rocky top at the Smokies and yelling, you know, at the universe, you know, for the love of God, why would you stop raining? <laughs> and, <laughs> and it, it's like this big wind blew, and the, the clouds kind of like, moved over to one side and I got to see like this beautiful view of the Smokies. It was about, 15 seconds long, but I got my view and I got what I wanted. And so it's like sometimes trail magic is just trusting the trail. It's, it's letting the trail provide you with what you need, not necessarily what you want. And sometimes the hot dog and the other stuff seems really cool, but... And tasty. And tasty. But if you're hiking a long-distance hike, trust us when we tell you that there's a lot of food out there. There's a lot of people that want to help. There's a lot of um, opportunities... That will afford you that trail, that real trail magic that doesn't necessarily um, hurt your pack weight, but doesn't necessarily hamper your your quest to to get to where you're going. And so um, don't be seduced by the hot dog all the time. It's great to eat it, you know, once in a while, but. You know during your uh, during the springtime or during hiking season spe- specifically in the southeast, um, you, when you're getting ready to hike, uh, you're gonna run into a lot of food out there. So just trust the trail and know that you know not you know and the other thing too that we didn't really talk about is that you know the more trail magic you have in the beginning the more or, or the less you start planning your food properly. And so you, you get a little spoiled. And so it's not that, you know, there's an entitlement feeling out there, but Hey guys, I got news for you. Trail magic doesn't last that much longer after you get out of, you know, when you start getting to Pennsylvania and you start getting up North. Yeah. It's slim pickings for trail magic. That's just the way. To, now it's, it's, Pennsylvania, you'll probably get a little bit, but when you start getting in the northern states, you're not going to see a lot of trail magic out there. So, you know, just be aware that you know trail magic is good, um, but know the difference between trail magic, real trail magic, and a hiker feed. And sometimes no, is is it's okay to say um, we don't want more weight in your food bag, and we certainly don't want people quitting their their dream, because you know their their pack was too heavy for sure and and I think sometimes trail magic it doesn't really contribute that, but it doesn't help it either. I think yeah. that's what we're trying to say, right
0: yeah it's a it's it's an interesting conundrum um you know when you have such a generous offer out there, uh, by individuals that truly want to connect and help and support the hikers. There is an aspect of harmfulness in it perhaps. Um, and that's the debate that we want to hear from you guys. Yeah, what, we, your thoughts yeah, what do you guys are think about that on it? Because this is a topic that's, um, runs deep and wide.
1: Yeah, we're pretty we're pretty passionate about it, um, only because of the time that we, you know, we 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 we've been there. We we've been there, um, and both as backpackers and on the other side, providing you know encouragement. And well, and I've
0: been there as a backpacker. Somebody on the trail has simply said, "Oh my gosh, you're just a mile away from hot dogs." Well, guess what? that mile they had packed up and gone i was expecting a hot dog in that parking lot and it was nowhere to be found and so it's like you know i've been on every possible end of the spectrum giving receiving disappointed by not receiving and i think we want to hear from you um you know joining in on our podcast uh community trust the trail page on facebook what do you have to say on the topic
1: yeah yeah abs- absolutely and i think that you know i th- i in, i want to say that it it's not there's it's not a right or wrong issue okay it's not a right or wrong um gig here i think social media in of itself plays a part in the expansion of of what trail magic is to a lot of people i mean like like i like we said before there there weren't a there weren't trail clubs there weren't there wasn't the availability of creating organizations clubs meetups uh all of that um back in the day and so now that there is i think that social media does play a big part in um letting people connect to the wilderness or the outdoors or the Appalachian Trail, or the Pacific Crest Trail, or any of your other trails, uh, long-distance trails, um, in a way that wasn't available before, and so, you know, it's a good thing, but as, you know, as a backpacker, or somebody whose quest is to do a long-distance trail, I think It's kind of like now it's almost like, you know, buyer beware type of thing. Like, hey, you know what? It's a good thing. But, you know, you're not helping yourself by not eating your food out of your food bag. An apple and orange here or there. Awesome. Cup of coffee. Great. Maybe a little orange juice on the way. Man, candy bar. Well, candy bar. Absolutely. Take the candy bar. (laughs) I I think
0: the magic in trail magic is truly defined by the receiver, and so it, it, it it's it's what it's what is it to you? Is it what you're receiving from another? Is that the magic in the trail magic we've provided, or is it simply an offering to connect?
1: Yeah, hey, I just wrote a whole blog post about a tall, a slinky man on the AT that handed me a candy bar. It saved, <laughs> saved my life. So, uh, you know, take the candy bar. Uh, I just wrote that blog post on our TrustedTrailPodcast.com uh, site. So um, I've, I've been enjoying uh, blogging on that uh, site lately. So, um, But anyway, thank you guys so much uh, for for listening to our podcast we really feel kind of passionate about uh the topic um of trail magic and hiker feed and how it helps hurts that you know and what that whole thing is and we'd love love to hear what you guys have to say um if you enjoy the podcast please give a review on height on itunes and help spread the word it really helps gets our get our podcast out there um and really, super. We we are on Spotify, we're on Podbean, we're on Stitcher. Uh, we are just about everywhere now on almost all it's the- It's exciting. Uh, po- yeah, it is exciting. It is very exciting. Um, and then, of course, uh, we're on uh, Patreon, too. So if you'd love to support the podcast, just go to our Patreon page, forward slash Trust the Trail. And in the meantime-
0: Remember, Trust,
1: trust the, the trail. trail. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.